As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to another edition of Copa with Felipe Cardenas. Thank you for joining me. My guests for today's live show are my colleagues, Pablo Maurer and Brooks Peck. We're back for another unfiltered and, as Pablo said, uneducated review of (laughs) Nike's World Cup kit releases. This comes after our Adidas World Cup jersey review, which we did about two weeks ago. Uh, You can find that episode on YouTube or wherever you watch or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just search under The Athletic Soccer. Brooks, Pablo, how are you guys? Good. No complaints. Ready to go. Let's do this. I haven't seen half of these, so I'm really looking forward to being oh, wow. here, like particularly uh, uneducated and uh, about this. So let's go. Well, hold on a second. Like, what are you wearing, my friend? It, I mean, you've come prepared. This is the <laughs> the rarely seen uh, warm up from a denim pit. <laughs> yeah, I have two of these. Oh, Actually, fit. Wow. Thank God. Yeah. I love it. All right. So uh, we're going to review home and away looks for the U.S., Brazil, France, Nigeria, the Netherlands, Croatia, Portugal, Poril, Canada, uh, and Poland. Uh, So if you're watching live, if anyone jumps on and cares to watch, please drop your comments. We'll get to some of those as well. Uh, I think we should just get right to it and just jump on this U.S. men's national team quit, the highly controversial U.S. team kit. (laughs) Um, let me just, let me just start off. I mean, initially, and this is going, I don't even know how, when, when it leaked. I don't remember the time frame, but I remember the first time I saw the, the white one, my initial reaction was like, wow, I don't like it, you know? And then like the weeks have gone by, I've continued to look at it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Somebody on, on Twitter ranked it, gave it like a four out of 10. And I was like, yeah, like maybe, maybe I'd give it a five perhaps like, it might grow on people if this team takes off at the World Cup, but uh, what are your initial thoughts, Brooks? Uh, then we'll get to Pablo. Then I want to read a little bit of what the what Nike and U.S. Soccer sent out to to the media. It's it's just so plain. I mean, it's just so plain that like you you can't hate it. It's like a like a like a piece of white bread. It's just it is what it is. You can't hate it, but it's hard to love it too. It's just so boring, but it's just disappointing because I mean, there's so much more they could have done. There's so much they could, they've had to work with um, whether it's playing off of previous designs or, 
or the flag or you, anything. Do anything. Um, it's it's just a shame. All right, look at the, we we already have a comment, and wow, this one I had not thought of. This one, it's the Russian kit with our badge on it. I mean, that's that's a that's a top rope type of comment there from Chris <laughs> Allen. <laughs> kind of comment gets you killed in the eighties. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right, so Pablo, just first give your initial reaction of the of just the white home kit, and then I'm going to read what Nike is selling to the public as far as the ideation behind it. Uh, I'm with both of you guys. I think, uh, well, I'm with Brooks at least. You haven't really opined on it yet, uh, Felipe. I think it's like, it is a three or four or five out of 10. And that's unacceptable for a world cup kit. I mean, I just think it's, it's so, so incredibly boring. Uh, it, it is reminiscent of other U S world cup kits were also, which were also pretty incredibly boring. The blue one, is just straight up but ugly. I mean, it's not, you know what I mean? That one I wouldn't call boring. I would just call it hideous. Um, the blue one looks like a goalkeeper warm-up jersey or something. I don't even know. The The white one is just, uh, is just like an absolute snoozer. I do like a, a center crest. I do like that, you know, the most recent U.S. soccer crest. It looks good there. Um, although the... The women's jerseys, by the way, look bizarre with the World Cup winners thing off to one side. Um, but no, I don't know. I mean, it's just how can you even have an opinion on this? You yeah, know? It's, like it's ridiculous. Like it's it's tough. The blue one, I agree. It's it's very much like a warm up kit. We'll get to it. Uh, let me read. Let's read what what we were sent from the press release from U.S. Soccer and Nike about the home white kit first. The home uniform is anchored in a timeless red, white, and blue color scheme, while drawing inspiration from the United States' diversity and storied legacy across a variety of sports, leagues, and associations. The jersey- the- I'm sorry to interrupt you, but diversity? <laughs> yes. Listen, the press release said diversity many, many, many times. Okay. Uh, back to the home kit. The jersey features iconic uniform design cues found throughout American athletics to celebrate the U.S. Soccer Federation's role as leaders in shaping and uniting sport culture throughout the nation. So nothing says leadership, like cribbing (laughs) elements from other sports. (laughs) I I can't believe that they put that in writing. I cannot believe that there was a creative process where they said, how can we make a soccer Jersey that kind of looks like a hockey Jersey and also kind of looks like a American football Jersey. Like, there, I don't Why? know. U.S. Soccer is not that? getting Nike's best you design. Look, I mean, if you if you look at that jersey, if you if you made it a crop top, it would be like straight out of American Gladiators. <laughs> like you could picture like Nitro behind a tennis ball cannon, just pummeling. <laughs> this is not a compliment, by the way. I know it sounds like a compliment based on who I am, but like this thing is horrible. It's horrible. I'm sorry. So, uh, Bro- Pablo. Uh, I remember in Slack, like you had a different take recently, like there, like a retro sort of take that didn't sound like you totally hated it. Do you still see like retro elements in this kit? Like, I mean, I, I for some reason it's reminiscent to me of the O2 kits with the armpit cutouts and all that sort of stuff, just because of the little segments of blue and red and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not entirely against sort of being a little regressive in design and like going to old designs for new inspiration. Like Brooks, you and I have been talking the past couple of days about, you know, the 1950 kit, the, 
the sash kits they did in 09 and 010 and then you know the 2013 the, the sort of 50th anniversary one or whatever um all those uh all those kits were were great you know but like I feel like this is almost like a failed attempt at a throwback to like early yeah. aughts kind of design. And it just looks stupid. Yeah. Like um, I will say this, I mean, I'll, I will give this Jersey one thing and it's actually not even, it's not even a compliment to the Jersey. It's just the case. Generally, it looks better on a person, you know, like when I saw it on a, even on a mannequin, I was like, okay, this is like passable, you know, but yeah. I'm just looking at it like one dimensionally here. It's just, you know, it's just looking pretty bad. Well, so now I think we just had a comment on the center crest. And I think that's an interesting element because yeah. uh, if you've seen Australia's new away shirt that they just released as part of this pack from Nike, Australia has this same neck collar design as the U.S. home shirt. But the, their crest is is off to the side as per usual. And the, and the swoosh is on the other side. So it kind of gives it this balance to it that the U.S. shirt doesn't have. Um, and I kind of think what's better with yeah. with things, you know, off to the sides rather than centered. I agree. I don't love the center crest. It, it, I just don't. I don't love it. I, I like crest to to where I can put my hand over my heart, and I'm also touching the crest. If I'm scoring a goal, I want to kiss the crest. But you've <laughs> got to like change. You got to look this way, not look down. Like you can't kiss your chest. Well, if if you've it's seen like, the picture of Ricardo Pepe that that Nike put out for for this release, they have him kissing the shirt yes he's supposed to be kissing the badge but he's kissing to the side and the badge is in the middle so he's missing he's missing that's what footballers do they kiss (laughs) to the side they grab the side they're like this it's like that's what i'm saying it's not a soccer jersey and i totally agree with chris kilroy who by the way follows me on twitter i think he's an Atlanta united fan i remember i recognize the name i've never seen your face chris until now his twitter avatar is a glass of whiskey so now I've seen his Which face. you need to drink after looking at these kids. Yeah. Um, I agree. Like the women's jersey, it just looks bunched up because you've got the winner's badge as well. It's just not a good – it wasn't well thought out as far as yeah. that goes. I mean, I, I do see elements definitely of like a football jersey in this. It's like I Absolutely. keep looking at the white An kit 80s football jersey. Yeah. I look at the white kit and like you want to see shoulder pads or something in it. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just like – and that's fine. I mean – but it's not a soccer jersey, you know. Oh, like it's iced tea. <laughs> it's iced tea. <laughs> All right, it's true. Fun. I'm in the south. I'm yeah. in the south. I should have known that. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, let, let me read you what you guys, what, what Nike and the U.S. Soccer has written about the blue kit. Okay, the away uniform is built on a bold design that also celebrates diversity, youth, and unity. Taking inspiration from design techniques found throughout the American fashion and streetwear industry, Nike's design team employed a unique ice dyeing technique to create a vibrant, youthful print that brings the jersey to life. <laughs> Anytime a copywriter has to say, bring something to life, you know, like they've run out of things to say. <laughs> it's, and again, like the Mexico kit drop killed and they then released their training top which is similar to this i think it's a little bit more it's it's better done but yeah i see a, i see a warm-up top when i see this yeah blue one. for i think for both of them they both look like warm-up tops to me but um yeah the blue one's kind of like a 
tie-dye-ish acid wash it, kind it of vibe. really looks it really looks tie-dye but not in the best way i mean yeah. nobody would make it that, there's a reason why nobody would make a tie-dye shirt that's dark blue and blue <laughs> yeah dark like blue if you black. do a tie-dye shirt you want it to be vibrant and all this other stuff but by the way why are we even talking about this like what boomer in the freaking design room was like <laughs> why don't we do a tie-dye one guys you know like <laughs> It's ridiculous. A, a, form, like, a former camp counselor from like the, yeah. the 90s was like, yeah. I've got a great idea. Whereas like Christian, Ricardo, everyone gather around. I got some rubber bands <laughs> for you here and a couple of vats. We're going to make the new U.S. national team kits. You know, <laughs> a break. So Brooks and Pablo, I think we talked about this offline. I, I feel like, and I've seen this. This isn't my only opinion. I think it's a shared opinion from a lot of people. World Soccer Talk had a had a good piece today on just a bunch of different design avenues that the U.S. could take. I, I feel like the U.S. is one of these countries based on the elements of their flag that they should have a very unique and distinct look every time they're out on the pitch. Like, I don't I don't love or quite understand this dedication to white, like the white home kit, which yeah. in years past has been almost all white and just like a slight navy blue trim. That's why I think the Waldo ones are so were, were so... Honestly, we're so great because it looks like the flag. It stands out. They should be the Croatia of CONCACAF, the U.S. They, they should have that sort of look. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> and, you know, we, ha we have a survey going on the athletic soccer right now uh, where you can go and have your say on whether the U.S. should have a kind of consistent look from year to year that they, they play off of and tweak um, or, or continue this hodgepodge of, of <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, go go vote in the survey, and uh, and we'll publish the results in a few days. I mean, why why white? Like, why yeah, is white such like? Why is that the the home the home the the go to home base color so often for the U.S.? I don't get it either. I mean, I also happen to think that white. I mean. If you're of a certain body type, you would never want to wear like an all white kit, for example. You know, dark colors just work better. I don't know. I, I, I can't figure it out. I, I guess it makes sense. It is like a little, and the way that this country can sometimes feel a little staid and puritanical and all this other sort of stuff. I mean, that it kind of fits that vibe. You know what I mean? But, but look, man, there are very few. I've I've been for the past day or two working on essentially a tiered ranking of every U.S. World Cup kit. And uh, there are very few white ones in the top. Yeah, you know I mean? the memorable ones are the Waldo kit, even though it wasn't a World Cup kit. The Bomb Pop kit, you know, which was the, the sash. I saw one today, like a it was a red one with like a navy blue sash. Like that looked kind of cool too. Anytime that was 2009, they've done 2010, I think. Okay. Right, it was the one they wore, wore in the Confederations Cup. I, I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I would be. You know, they, had, they had like some good kits in the '90s that had like like sort of horizontal lining across like from shoulder to shoulder and we're segmented color wise, you know, but yeah, the white primaries are just like a little ridiculous, you know, I mean, you want, you want the, the it's, it's hysterical because like the design language from Nike is they want to, you know, celebrate diversity and all this other stuff. And uh, you know, nothing says that like a almost entirely white shirt, you know, the comments know. are great, by the way. These comments are are killing me, man. Like yeah, it's it's just it's it's a clear sign that the public is not happy today with this release. Yeah, these are the TJ Maxx discount bin uh, <laughs> US kits. I mean, and listen, we're going to get to a couple. I think there's there's a worse look than this one, honestly, coming up. Uh, but this one does have elements of a very bad pro evolution 
template design. And it's that white kit, like the white one, right in, right underneath the, the collar. Like I, that to me just, I, I don't know where that, that is not modern. It's not even retro. It's, it's, it's just not a nice looking element. Alex, uh, Alex, makes, Alex makes like a perfect point here. Like the U.S. Okay. has an iconic flag with yes. like, you know, different design elements that can be broken off and used and incorporated. Not every flag, you know, I don't know if you're like the Mexican flag, for example, it's just three bars and a crest or like your European flags that are just three colors. I mean, um, I don't I, I agree. I don't know why the U.S. refuses to to sort of do something more like the Waldos, you know, um, guys, tell me this. So. Some of the Nike kits that were released today, they have patterns on the shoulders in particular. Mm -hmm. So if you put like a star pattern on the shoulders of that white kit, does that change your opinion of it? Do you think? I mean, it it would have to be well done. Um, You know, stars in general can can come off as they can be somewhat tacky, I think. But Alex is right. and, and, And who was it that just commented as well about, oh, Roman. Yes, like use the elements of the flag, as Pablo is suggesting and as Alex said. Like there's so many creative ways to do that. Again, it's a missed opportunity. I think running up to 2026, it's it's a huge opportunity to really dig into that, uh, into those flag elements and then have an iconic kit. Again, if the U.S. crushes it in Qatar, they get out of the group, they beat England, they they go on a run in, in in these jerseys. I mean, does that change anybody's opinion at all? Yeah, I mean, ten years from now, sure. Yeah, you know, it gives and, it a nostalgia element. Eventually. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that's why. Aside from how garish it is, I think that's why the denim kit is so iconic. Is because of the people, what people associate it with. You know, same thing yeah. with the 1950 kit or or the 2002 kit to a lesser extent. You know, um, but I don't know. I think the only way you could make this U.S. jersey better is maybe by putting three stripes down each sleeve, changing the manufacturer entirely. <laughs> Uh, realigning the crest, you know, I don't know, man, it's depressing. I was I mean, never going to buy one anyways, though, so we're good. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think everyone keeps saying that they're going to look good on TV or they might grow on me once the tournament starts from, from the shoot, from the Nike shoot. Again, we've said this in, on, on our previous Adidas uh, kit launch review as well. They're baggier. I mean, that is obviously like a trend here. Uh, you know, Christian Pulisic and the shot that I looked at, um, sort of that fake celebration scream that he's giving us. Uh, yeah, I can, I can see him. I don't mind the blue socks, to be honest with you. Like from the white, white, blue, I'm okay with. I like the blue socks. I, I will say that. I kind of agree with, with uh, DSTU's point here. I, I think this could be setting the bar really low for this World Cup so they can just really go go really high for 26 when it's on home soil and, and you know, it has a lot more attention. Um so maybe this is just a setup to the uh, the big payoff. <laughs> how Let's long? Is, so. And does anybody do either? Of you guys know how long U.S. soccer's deal with Nike is? I'm not sure. No, yeah. no. You know, but I mean, again, if we're are you suggesting that hey, they need to switch to Adidas that does a better job because we're going to see some pretty nice Nike kits. Like I, you know, coming right. I mean, when when Mike producer, whenever you're ready, if you guys are ready to move on, like one yeah, of the, the next one for me. Let's go to Brazil, producer Mike. I mean. Again, this is my opinion. I think there are different design teams throughout the company at Nike. And the best design team, the you know, the the stud design team is obviously going to go to the five-time World Cup champions. I mean, Brazil, this is a great look for Brazil. It's very classic the the home yellow kit. Uh, I love the collar, the button collar that looks really nice. 
the the badges where it should be uh <laughs> you know like the the com the, the combination of yellow green and blue is well done and the 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 this away a blue kit like it's you could argue yes it sort of looks like a warm-up kit but i just think it's a really nice execution for their away look brazil and blue looks always looks great they always look great in blue and i think these these two kits are really top-notch yeah i mean i agree and i think it, it really helps to have a kind of iconic foundation to work off of um and consistent foundation to work off of like you do with brazil um that that brazil home shirt also has a really subtle pattern throughout the the shirt that looks really cool too you can't really tell from that photo but um it's it's they're they're both nice shirts i think we've got a comment here jack 99 brazil is always the same though you're right they are and they should always be the same you know they this is the look that they've had for 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 decades They've lifted, like I said, five World Cup trophies in this look. Actually, if you go back to USA 94, I don't know if you agree with this, Pablo and Burst, but like sometimes I look at that jersey and I can't believe they wore that at a World Cup and won the World Cup in that jersey. It was very loud. It was the loud, I think it was Umbro, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Colombia had a similar jersey for that World Cup and it just had like the, the crest really, the, the imprint of the crest was really big and in your face. Uh, but slightly decolored on the yellow. Uh, when I feel like when they go a little bit simpler, it looks a little bit more sort of iconic Brazil like they did this time around. Yeah. Yeah, the 94 one is wild. I'd forgotten about this. It yeah. Had four sublimated crests across the front. Um, it really pops. I don't I don't mind it, but yeah, it's definitely an outlier for Brazil. Brooks, what do you think of the yellow of the the away one? Um I mean, this is sort of a departure from what Brazil would typically do with their with their kits. It is, and I think you know it kind of has like a uh, like a surf shirt kind of vibe to it, um, yeah. something you wear in the ocean. But um, I think this is just also kind of proof that maybe the issue here isn't Nike. You know, maybe the issue here with, with the, for the U.S. anyway is the federation, somebody mm-hmm. else, because as you said it's clear that Nike can make bolder kits. They can make, you know, more creative designs. Um, so maybe it's some, it's falling on someone else to, to either choose or veto those designs and they're getting vetoed by someone on the U S side. I don't know. Well, it's, hey, so, a, it's like, it right. kind of reminds me of what you see with MLS kits where the, the clubs that really push harder and try and get a lot of design input invariably end up with better kits. You just sort of mm-hmm. wonder if the Federation is, like you said, pushing hard enough. Um, you got to do more than like a mood board essentially. So agree. agree. Mike, Mike, if you can get this comment up from price Manford, uh, this is a, a, a fellow advertising, um, colleague. I was an advertiser for a long time and this sounds exactly what Brooks you're, you're speaking to. It might not be Nike. Sometimes it is all not sometimes it's always, always the client. Okay, and we've talked we talked about this in the Adidas one as well with the MLS kits. There are too many cooks in the kitchen deciding on what the final look should be. Sometimes it's club presidents, executives at a very high level that really don't have any design sensibilities. And it could be the creative team is 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 promoting or pitching better looks, but once it gets to the federation level and the decision making takes place and the changes start going round after round and change this, add this. 
again, you can only blame the client at that point. I mean, this is, it's a good point. That might be what happened here as well with the U S yeah. one. All right. Uh, let's move on to France. Oh, look at this. You at widen too. Okay. Price. Well then, then, then you know what you're talking about. Uh, all right. This is the French kit. Uh, right away. I like it. I think it's interesting. Um, the blue is home. Just so we're clear here, the blue is their home kit. Uh, they're going to go blue, white, red, as they typically do uh, France when they're in their home kits. I'm just going to say right away, the blue one is just very simple. There's not much to it. It's very, it's sort of preppy in my opinion when when it's on. When I saw it on the model, similar to the Brazil kit, I think there's a button there. Um, I can totally see Mbappe buttoning up all the way to the top like a <laughs> schoolboy prep star. Um, and then. Again, I, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about the the white one. It, it's I think Brooks or maybe it was Alex in our Slack described it as like a French tablecloth design. Yeah, I, I said that. There. I said that, but I said I, I think it works. I, yeah. I like it. It kind of re- reminds me of the Mexico uh, is it the, the the Mexico away shirt. Um, just in that it goes a really different direction, um, and it's again hard to see the. The pattern on this photo it's it's i think it's more clear in in, in person or well in, see I, uh, I actually brooks i was going to say i also like the jersey a lot but i found that typically um they do these sort of photos and renderings real high contrast so you can see the sublimated design and then in yeah. person you can barely see it at all which is a bummer um with some of these i would i would hope that the sort of sublimated background kind of deal is pronounced on this kid um, cause I like it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's unique. It's different. It's specific to France. Um, I, th- I think it's, it works. I like it's it. very specific to France. France never has outlandish creative uniforms, you know, like it's, it's very standard. I think the blue has changed over the years. Sometimes it's very blue, 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 like, you know, <laughs> Alex does not like the clip art. Um, again, I agree that it's, it's, it's very French in its way. Uh, it reminds me of like revolutionary era France, uh, the white one with that, with the design imprint on that. Um, and again, they're going to look strong in this kit. I think they're going to look good. They're going to be a contender and there's not much else to talk about with this one. Mike, if there are any other, um, good U S men's national team takes from the comments, just, just throw them up. We'll still, we'll still talk about them. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard it right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask me. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes 
and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobeUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. I was going to say, as for the, the Blue France one, I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's really simple. Um, and we use that as a complaint against the U.S. one. But I just think this works because, you know, France has that weight to them, to their team, yeah. that they can carry off a really simple, a really simple uh, shirt like that. For me with the U.S. kit also, and I just came up with this. I didn't, I haven't been dwelling on this, but you just reminded me, Brooks, that like, yes, like they are world, they're the defending World Cup champion. Simplicity is going to say a lot when, when you're that sort of country coming into a World Cup. The U.S. is going to be the youngest team at the World Cup. They, they were at the last World Cup. Okay, like they're coming, they're, they're showing themselves again to the world and they're going to be young and sort of vibrant on the pitch. And the, the uniform doesn't match that. I feel like it, that that doesn't match that this, the the feeling that I'm sort of describing with this team. So I think that that's another miss. I feel like with yeah, that, and that's a that shame. combination. I mean, because this could be a real opportunity to show off the personality of this new young group of players after a long absence from the World Cup for the for the U.S. Um, and they didn't do it. Uh oh. Pablo, too hot in here. This is a Jackets family show. Off. This is a family <laughs> show. Family show. All right, uh, Mike. Let's go to Nigeria. Okay, so unfortunately, Nigeria did not qualify for the World Cup. Big upset in in Africa, and so we won't be seeing these this winter. Uh, but as always, again, just like I said with Brazil, I really feel like the same top top design team within Nike or Wyden. Maybe it's Wyden and Kennedy that's doing these. They're obviously also assigned to Nigeria because they have free reign to really create something special every time they launch a kit. Um, you know, the green one. And, and again, we talk about street fashion all the time. Like these are just they're perfect for that. They are perfect for street fashion. But Nigeria always rocks them on the field, too, and they look good. So initial thoughts on this one. Pablo, why don't you go first? Yeah, they're both fantastic. I mean, the white one. um, the predominantly white one is almost a little bit jarring and that it's got all that negative space, you know, I, I think compared to the other one and even just compared to the sleeves in the same Jersey, I mean, it, like it'd be interesting to have something in there to break it up, but it's still a top tier Jersey and the dark one's just incredible. I mean, you know, like it's, it's fantastic. Is it's, that an it, Eagle? I mean, that is awesome. Yeah. It looks, it, it looks so good. Like look at that. This is one of those things where you look at the U.S. kit, you look at the U.S. kit and you even look at this white kit that is very clearly the same sort of template as yes, the U.S. Yeah. one. And yes, you're like, you're right, how, you're right. how is this so much better? You know, Because it has something. It has something on the shoulders. That's, I mean, that was kind of to my point about the stars for the U.S. maybe. You're right. You just put right. something on the shoulders. Maybe that changes things. And here it kind of does. You're right. Because even that collar that I was just dunking on with the white U S kit here, I didn't even notice it was the, I think it's the same one. It's the same same design, the same same element. Uh, But when coupled with an interesting sleeve, 
Uh, it really works. It really works. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you think if for some reason I, I look at this green kit and I'm, I see this Eagle and it's obviously it's coming from the badge and the, the, the Federation crest. Could you imagine the U S kit with like a gigantic bald Eagle on the chest? Like, would that be like Christian Pulisic's tattoo? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, is that too cheesy? What do you think? I mean, Pablo, could, could the U S pull that off? It's really hard to say, man, because I think there's an entire segment of the U.S. soccer fan populace that wouldn't want to wear a jersey that's sort of like overly traditionally patriotic, right? Yeah, like yeah. just like fireworks and explosions patriotic. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I do think like that that maybe comes into play a little bit, you know, but I mean, certainly they're like they, they could do more, you know, there are other there are other traditionally American design elements they could incorporate, you know, it doesn't have to be a bald Eagle. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know, just, just do anything, you know? Yeah. Mike, Mike McGrew here. Uh, I don't know if you're saying that these look like the Saudi Arabia kids from 94. I, I, I can see that there's some resemblance there. My only, I think, I guess, knock on the home Nigeria kit is the collar. Um, a couple years ago, Roma, I think they had a Nike kit. They're, they're now New Balance, I believe, but they had Nike. I bought a jersey in Rome when I was there in 2018. And I loved it. The only thing I didn't love was the collar. It was sort of like in between V-neck and not V-neck. Yeah. And I don't know. I just didn't love the fit. I didn't love it on me, and that's what I see here. So that's my only knock on, on the I, green. I'd almost like to see the sleeve trim, that dark ring, be on the collar as well. But but I don't know. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's get to the one that I cannot wait to just to completely take down, and that's the Netherlands. <laughs> okay. Do you have now, these in a do you have these in a, a non flying in the middle of the air like <laughs> rendering? I know, because honestly really, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like <laughs> honestly, the blue one is terrible. And this shot that we're showing doesn't give it that sort of justice in my opinion it actually looks okay uh but i tweeted this this morning and perhaps the color we're not getting the right color uh but yes stephen white that is exactly what i tweeted this morning how do you screw up orange so what does nike call this shade orange peel and laser orange it's um, got that same bullshit tie-dye thing except that i'm looking at a different photo it looks almost like a, just like a it would be like if I've tried to make a tie-dye shirt because I have no idea how. <laughs> it's just like completely random. Like, this is terrible. I Again, I don't know how you mess up orange. I think maybe this will look good in, in, in a couple months and we'll see it and we'll be like, yes, that is classic Netherlands. But right now, it doesn't look like the Netherlands. It looks the like a different... one is so bad. I'm sorry. No, okay. Like, so a clear view of it. Like... The blue one... And I, I know I say this a lot. It is it is literally just taken from pro yeah. evolution soccer. It's the yeah. first template that you can give. <laughs> Honestly, I know it. I know it because I've seen it. It is just incredibly, it's not even simple. It's just like a lazy look for a very iconic team uh, in international soccer. And and again, the home kit, I just, it doesn't look. There's a weird shine to it's, it. It's, it's a, a weird it's the shine. It's yeah. the shine. Yeah. It looks almost like foil. Yes. Right. And yeah. I mean, yeah. When, if if you're if you're a soccer team, you're whose entire entire identity almost is your color, like l'orange, right? Like, mm -hmm. how do you mess this up? You know, like 
Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. This is, this is and, bad. And I'm pretty sure the color combination is orange, orange, orange. Like they're going that, that tone of orange for the shorts and the socks. Oh, it's, it is going to be crazy. Like when they start melt, playing melted and, dreamsicle or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I think this is, again, I said this about Argentina as like sort of joking, but like for the Netherlands, a team that you're not really sure, like, you know, they're good, but you're not sure how good they're going to be in a tournament. Like this to me is just a bad, bad omen. If you're going with this like bizarre look, <laughs> the players, the players care, man, they care. If they don't look, if they don't feel like they look good, honestly. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. When the U.S. kits first leaked, we saw members of the U.S. team commenting on Instagram, giving little little digs at the at the kits. I saw Yunus Musa today. I think was asked about the kits, and he gave it a little sideways thumb. He wouldn't even, he wouldn't, he wouldn't go fully down, but he wouldn't go up either. Look at Alec. Look at this. It looks yellow in person. That is that is awful feedback. That that is damning feedback for the Netherlands. Um. Yeah, not not a good sign. Not a good sign for them. I'm just going to call them Holland to just <laughs> piss everybody off, I guess. But yeah, disappointing. Dis- very disappointing. All right, I'm, we're going to get to the one, one of my favorite kits now. Let's go to Croatia. Uh, yeah. Interestingly enough, though, this got sort of dunked on when it came out, when it was yeah, released. It's, like, it's a miss for me. Yeah, yeah. typically Croatia uh, has really nice looking kits. One that I think a lot of people would agree again you know it's croatia even if it's a bad design but for some reason this one was not that well received pablo what do you think went wrong here i mean they didn't finish it i guess I don't know. <laughs> um and then the blue one apparently got dipped in some sort of chemical i mean the, you know it's like obviously like you said you look at it you see the checkerboard design you know it's a croatia kit that's that's fine you know um if you like wore a greenish yellow t-shirt that said brazil on it it would be a brazil kit obviously it doesn't make it good you know i don't know i just um maybe i'm not maybe my design mind isn't like progressive enough but like i just don't like the the missing squares and i don't know not into it see i i I put that down to the designer i think that comes down to all right i know i have to use this checkered pattern it's really confining. It's like, it just is where it is. So what if we do it, but like less? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Let's just take some of the checks out. <laughs> and exactly. I think, I think In 2026, Croatia will have a white home kit. It'll have like one red square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, it's a bit of a miss. It's still, they're still going to look like Croatia. Uh, I do want to go to one of the comments here from our guy, Price Banford, who's saying that the players, I'm assuming you're talking about uh u.s players perhaps the players did have a say nike went to the 2020 camps and got all of their input yeah i mean alex alex uh, alex filled us in on that i think on a you know on a meeting once that they you know asked them for inspiration from music and design what things you like that sort of stuff and then what? again that what happened that, with that feedback <laughs> it all yeah. I mean, it, it never matters half the time with again i'm only really familiar with the mls design process but every team is asked to submit like a design inspiration kind of thing. And, you know, I would imagine some of those teams talk to players and you never see any of that in the final product, you know? Yeah. I mean, Stephen White, you're right. I mean, it's sort of like they have to check that box. Like let's ask the employee, let's ask the players. Uh, and, and honestly, I mean, are soccer players really going to give great design feedback also? Like they, they I don't know. I mean, I mean they're, they're uh, especially this group of the U.S. team. It's the younger generation. They're more in tune with 
what's cool right now than you know the <laughs> the executives at least okay so, well in that know. case pablo i think we know what we need to dig up we need to find that that survey i would pay for anything 2020 like Christian Pulisic's design input <laughs> suggestions, you know, whatever. Pulisic's like, we'll just go skins. Yeah, exactly. I was, <laughs> I was telling, I was telling Alex when this thing first leaked, I was like, what, you know, because I think Alex had said that, uh, you know, they asked for input, like from, from music, for example, what kind of music do you listen to? What, you know, what you, and I, I was like, it must've been like a Starbucks sampler CD or something <laughs> yeah. like that, that one of the players listed. You know, now that's so, what I call yeah. music. Otherwise like, we're like five jerseys onwards. We're still just circling back to bash. The <laughs> <Yeah. record. laughs> no, or, or perhaps all, you know, a lot of the American players were like, Hey, hip hop or like trap music, like whatever's hot. And the, the executives are like, what, like, what is that? Like, I don't know. You know, yeah. like, why, what about country? Something like that. Right. The Nike's design chief is like doing the Charleston in his office. And <laughs> Pulisic would actually get us the eagle on the kit. You're right. You're right. You know, Pablo, you brought that up. I think Pulisic would definitely be on board. All right, uh, Mike, let's go to another one that is not, 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 I'm not feeling, man, Portugal. Now, something about Portugal's away look seems to land typically in the, in the last few big international tournaments. I think they've had some interesting ones. I think it was like the cross sash they had a couple uh, tournaments ago that was kind of loud, but you know, I dug it. Uh, I don't know about these two. The one that is really just not working for me and looks like it was put together by a toddler is the home, the home, the home kit, that red and green division with no real design uh, inspiration behind it. I don't know thoughts that home one kind of reminds me though the white with that the, the colors across the middle kind of reminds me of that mexico i think it's their away kit from 18 yeah but like yes a worse version of it <laughs> yeah now yeah. i really like the away the portugal away kit i i, I think i don't mind it at all the, i would the, buy it the, the color blocks diagonally cut Look, Nike did a similar thing for Monaco about four or five years ago. That was beautiful. The, the one, the one po- bad thing about this version of it is that sleeve. That sleeve with that green swatch. Yeah. If they just turned it so it more aligned with the the cut across the middle of the shirt, I think that would be a lot better. But it just doesn't align, and it's it's annoying me. So we've talked a lot about on players it looks different. The one thing Nike. Nike did do that I thought was cool was it's like this player collage and each country is sort of they have a different player posing in the uniform and the white kit looks really good like the away one looks looks hot like I like the Portugal one Ronaldo wearing the home jersey like I just didn't it didn't look good the the green bottom part clashing with then the shorts I don't know Pablo what do you think about that about both of these looks in your opinion I have no real thoughts, honestly. <laughs> yeah, um, I just like can't really bring myself to even have an opinion on these. I think the the darker <laughs> one is the better of the two. I actually like that weird green segmented uh, sleeve thing that Brooks is talking about. But just turn it, just turn it. Yeah, it, well, it's. I mean, you could do that, and I'd be fine with it. I don't have a yeah. strong enough opinion on it to find anybody <laughs> about this. But like, um, no thoughts. I mean, great colors. They have. Portugal have always colors. has great colors, you know, yeah, but yeah. Like, again, it could have, you could do so much better, you know? Yeah. I mean, I will, you're right. You're right. Like Portugal again is one of those countries that they can change their design, but it's just, it's always so Portugal. Like you just know because of the color combination. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think that this leaves little to, to the imagination, but perhaps it'll be one of the more the simple designs that will just be fine once the World Cup starts. The color com- combo is very much Portugal. Okay. Uh, another controversy here in our colleague, Josh Cloak, Joshua Cloak wrote about it, Canada. Uh, this is the same kit they've been wearing for like what <laughs> 10 years now like i don't know throughout the entire world cup cycle they wore this jersey they are not getting a new world cup kit um brooks can you fill us in on a little bit more details i will admit that i did not read his story yet yeah so i mean it really comes down to, to timing for canada um when the design process for world cup kits started about two years ago Canada was not where they are now. They, they were not a strong favorite to qualify. Um, mm. They had to go through the very start of CONCACAF qualifying to, to get to the World Cup. So they did a long journey, and I think no one <laughs> at Nike thought that they would make it there, so they, they just didn't start the process when they needed to. Um, God, imagine, uh, imagine something with like a sublimated maple leaf kind of design. And like, there's so much to work with there. They have, by the way, the best crest in global soccer. It yeah, is an and, awesome crest. And when they're yeah. with Umbro, when, when Canada was with, was with Umbro, they oh, had yeah. some really beautiful, simple, but simple kits. Um, but yeah, these are just, they're just plain shirts. One's red, one's white, and it has the badge on it. And that's it. Uh, and yeah, it comes down to just timing, I think. Just happy to That's be wild. there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you for participating, Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that. That's a, not a good. I mean, we're talking a lot about just Nike and the behind-the-scenes process. That, that we're speculating a lot of it, but this is one of those where we know that someone dropped the ball, or they simply did not have any real strategic plan for Canada. You know, they like like Brooks said, they weren't expected to qualify. No one knew no one within Nike's corridors knew about the talent that they had and 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 and, and the way that they'd be coming up, coming up, coming up. I don't know. It, just as I said that poor looks can be bad omens, I think this is good for Canada. I think this Canada is like they need teams, more people to to just not believe in them, in my opinion. And they and they're just going to be even more confident going into the tournament. Fully buy into that underdog mentality. Yeah, I, I sure. really refuse to believe that. Like, I mean, I know, like, you know, these there's supply issue, supply chain issues to deal with, and Nike probably wants all these jerseys on the exact same timetable. But like, you look like NWL kids. You know, they turn those things around in two or three months. Like, you know, USL kids change every single year. They do multiple kits throughout the year. I refuse to believe that. Like. Nike couldn't have gotten something done here in like a year instead of two. Anything, and it's yeah. to me, it's like if you're the if you're the Canadian Federation, man. Like, um, this is a huge L. I mean, like this yeah. is like your moment. To, this is your. It's like the first time since '86 you've been back. It's your moment to shine, and you're just marching out a couple t-shirts, and it's fine. I mean, like like you said, Felipe, they go out there and do well. No one's gonna care. It might even become this like iconic. Yeah, like uh, just the Canadian thing almost. You know, it might be like the '86 jerseys that the last time they were in the World Cup, and that's an awesome look. So Drew here has has a good point. The Canada women's team does have a different home kit now. They they have a maple leaf inspired, like kind of geometric type kit, and um, Hmm. why not just use that for the men too? It it doesn't make sense. Well, there you go. I mean, I mean. Again, we we rest our case. Like the Canadian women's team is a very good team. Uh, they are competing at the international level, 
And so they were probably given that that that, that avenue to a nice looking design. I mean, again, oh, those are this nice. is just going to spur this team on. Nice. I think. They, yeah, the, 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 the women's, women's ones are like nice. what I just said. Like you can exactly. do something with the. That's oh man. Yeah. So Jack ninety nine has a good point. Do, does Nike even care? I mean, do they are they reading the comments? Do they? He's right. I don't remember seeing a press release from a Nike executive saying we heard we heard the fans and we're going to go back and revisit their comments. I mean, it happens. You know, probably you mentioned MLS like and having a lot of knowledge on on the design process there. We've seen rebranding and MLS go horribly wrong where both agency and club have had to come out and say, okay, we, we, we missed the ball here. We missed the mark. We've heard the comments. We're going to start over. I don't think a company like Nike is going to do that. I would assume they do pay attention to the feedback though. Look, what, what was Like, what was the last U S kit that was like universally liked? There wasn't one like not the, even Waldo was not. No, no. Are you kidding me? At tons the time, of people, no, tons yeah. of people hated those. And yeah. it's just one of those things. It's like, I hate to put it this way, but like every asshole has an opinion. And I, I don't, you know, if you're Nike, I don't think that like, uh, you know, you're prepared for like the backlash. Yeah. I mean, it's literally your job to put that on mute and be confident. I think in what you put out there now, like I, again, just my personal opinion, I look at the U S Jersey and I'm like, that's not something that would inspire some sort of like, this is a defensible design, perfectly designed thing. And these like, the unwashed washed masses or whatever, they're going to have their opinions, but this is like brilliant design. It's not that, but like, yeah, I think there is an element of it, uh, of that to, you know, with Mikey. I mean, they would never backtrack on a design like this. No. You know I mean that they in theory have like years invested in and all this other stuff. Cause there's always going to be people complaining. This podcast will always exist. The three of us <laughs> will always do this. We're not going away. Nike. They, well, they you know what? Let me tell you something. They could have done a denim kit reboot. And people would be like, Papa's going to love that. And I'd be like, I can't believe they appropriated the culture of <laughs> no original ideas. Is U.S. men's national team. This is pathetic, you know. So, But you know what? I really did have high hopes for Nike's offerings for this World Cup. Because in 2018, all anybody could talk about was those Nigeria kits that were made by Nike. They mm-hmm. took a, a big chance on those. They went really bold. And everyone loved them, seemingly. I mean, there were lines all around the world to, to buy these things. They sold out everywhere. Um, and it seemed like, you know, I talked to some Nike executives at the time and it seemed like they were encouraged by that, that they were, were seeing that reaction and encouraged by it and wanted to then push forward even more with more and more teams having bolder designs. And we're just not getting that this, this time around. And it's, it's really surprising that they didn't latch onto that and, and go even further with it this time. I don't know, man. Yeah. I I don't want to believe that the designers are missing either. Like, I, I do think that it's a combination of several factors and perhaps like it was already brought up maybe there is some sort of master plan here and like set the bar really low and then have this four-year runway no qualifying to go through like there's going to be it's going to be a weird four years after this world cup for every team in CONCACAF Um, I mean especially Canada Mexico and the U.S. like what what was going to happen off the field commercially everyone is pointing to this world cup and I'm sure Nike has to be part of the conversation as far as doing something that sets the bar, um, you know, f- for one of the biggest tournaments in, in, in North American history. So we'll see. Um, I, Steve, I'm sorry, Steve, Mike, Mike, get Jorge Castillo's uh, comment up here, please. If you will, about England's kits, have we seen England's Nike kits? 
Uh, yes, we have. Uh, they <laughs> they're not they're not released officially yet, but Nike included them on in their in their drop today. So we saw Phil Foden and Harry Kane wearing the away and home kits, respectively. I'll just say this: I love when England's red, man. I love yeah. when they were red. Uh, it, it's it's just it's sick. It's a sick look. It reminds me of again the the nostalgia of like the '90s World Cup, ni- Italia '90. Even when they had a really bad spell before the '94 World Cup and they didn't get in, they're wearing red a lot. It just looks really England. Now the home kit. Really want to hear what you guys have to say if you've seen it. It's just not a good look. Not a good look at all. What Felipe, do you think, Brooks? Or, or, let oh, me just ahead. ask both of you guys a question real quick. Just, just to circle back for one second as far as like why these designs generally are, are boring. I mean, is it just as simple as like Nike wants to make stuff that's wearable every day? I mean, say what you'll say, you know, the yeah. sash, the denim kit, those are sort of statement designs. I mean, like I can't even leave my house in a denim kit. You look ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, um, is it just that simple? These things are boring because people like clothes that aren't, that don't typically make a statement, you know? Well, I thought the takeaway from the Nigeria kit four years ago was that the younger generation now sees these bolder designs as wearable, as, you know, more in the streetwear style and and something you can wear to school or whatever. Um, so I, I thought that was a takeaway, but maybe not. I think uh, as, as anyone that follows me from Atlanta, there's a suburb of Atlanta called Alpharetta. It's very suburby, very suburby, very classic suburbia suburbia of atlanta there's like they've atlanta united twitter has created this character called alpharetta dad and he (laughs) he doesn't like anything modern he doesn't like any hot takes he doesn't like aggressive swagger i feel like he's the target for the u.s kit alpharetta dad like the baggy football jersey look is gonna look good on dad bod but are are dads the primary you know customer for for kits isn't it kids? Isn't it young? I don't know. Kids is, and... it, is it? Does that change for at the international level? I'm not sure. Yeah. You know? know. Like, yeah, I was, I was in Mexico for us, Mexico. I saw Sam's was it Sam's army. The, the supporters group, like a, a, a collection of different demographics in there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not you know, young people, mature people of color, white. Like, I think that it spans the U S especially is one of those, demographics that you can really i don't know Pablo says just say what you're gonna say no you mean the american outlaws does sam's army still exist oh uh, maybe it was america's outlaws yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was america's outlaws yeah yeah i mean i think a lot of these fall into the trap of if you try and make something for everyone you're making something for no one yeah it's when you, when you try to appeal to everyone it's just tough to to have any elements that people can latch on to all right so we've got one more and we can close it out here poland uh, <laughs> did the slide change or not? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that! Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Pol- Poland is like Nike was like they're not going to be any good. They're not getting out of the group. Here's so now the, the one element about the the Poland white shirt is obviously the sleeves. The sleeves are. Uh, the stretch marks. They look like stretch marks. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're uh, inspired by the nest and the wings of the white eagle, which are a part of Poland's crest. So that's uh, okay. nests and wings on the sleeves. Why not just make them 
wings instead that of, would be awesome yeah i don't know i yeah. mean you could have some really cool goal celebrations with your yeah, like some kind of gladiator wings. vibe instead of being yeah. like this uh, uh our sleeve pattern is a bird's nest literally like <laughs> what people use to just describe like poorly like you know <laughs> I, my feedback is the similar feedback to what pablo had for i believe it's portugal like i don't there's not much to say here i mean it's very simple Poland is one of the European countries that I would never expect to be bold ever with their kids. It's just going to be red. They're going to be red when they're home, white when they're not. Uh, and you know the combo. It's going to be red, white, red, probably, if they're home, and then white, red, white. It's like just the, very basic. I like the red one, although, so is there anything different about the shoulders and sleeves? It's hard to see in this rendering where it's apparently like just being thrown to the ground angrily after they got eliminated in the group stage. <laughs> like, is that just solid red on the sleeves? It looks like an old Liverpool jersey or something. I, I, I like think it. Yeah. it is just solid red, yeah. I like the the I like the sleeve. sleeves and the collar. Oh. and I mean, that's a simple jersey, but it looks cool. It's kind of retro 70s looking, you know. Yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, the Curtis Jenkins has an interesting comment here. Even if not streetwear, why wouldn't Nike and U.S. Soccer embrace Ralph Lauren American fashion design? Now, I think you're being sarcastic, Curtis. Probably, but maybe not. Like, I think when you look at iconic American brands like Ralph Lauren or I don't McDonald's, know, <laughs> J. Crew. This is Ford. I'm going to nerd out here, but there's a, a really interesting article I read in GQ recently with the creative director of J, of J. Crew was talking about how <laughs> J. Crew just became an old brand. Are you okay? Are you okay there, Pablo? Yeah, uh, my, ring light, my ring light took a tumble. Go on. Uh, so J. So J. Crew right now is in the process of trying to modernize a classic American look without changing everything trying to remain within the boundaries of like, we are classic Americana, but we're also modern and young people can wear us out. Uh, I think it's an interesting uh, point to make in relation to the U S kit, because uh, again, Pablo, wasn't that the, the inspiration behind the 94 kit, like going back to like, what is very Americana jeans, denim, that sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, again, though, it's like, we we're, we're finishing where we started here, man, because out, it's back to Alex's comment where it's like, you have all these iconic design elements in the flag alone, or if you pan out broad more broadly into American society, and instead you just used the, you know, a couple of the national colors. And uh, I don't know about you, even, even with the flag, I mean, white is not the, the color yeah. I think of, you know what I mean? So, so yes, I mean, like they, they nailed that. And the, with the 94 kits, although it's funny that uh, I got to write a story on the whole design process. They actually tried <clears throat> using actual denim shorts with them. You know, they, they played, <laughs> I want to say two friendlies and like, like short shorts. Not, yeah, jean shorts. Yeah, like baggy cut jean off jean shorts. shorts. <laughs> yeah, cutoffs, right, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not seeing any iconography at all pulled to make these kits, you know, so. I predict again, we are going, but we're sort of going in a circle here, but we can end on this. I, I do. I predict that for the, the, the run up to 2026, we will see actual well-known designers stepping in and having some sort of, I don't know, role or effect on the uniform look. And maybe they won't design the uniform that will be uh, used at the world cup. Maybe they'll design a track jacket. Maybe it'll be some, you know, a very famous designer that has, uh, fashion 
you know, I don't know, international fashion sense. I, just I think say there's Kanye West. just say Kanye. West. Okay, fine. Kanye, Kanye. <laughs> uh, but, but I, I can see that happening. They have plenty of room and plenty of time to think about that. Uh, the, the whole Americana thing is going to be back in, in bold, big letters for that world cup. And, you know, I think, again, we just have to sort of sit through this boring kit that we've been given for 2022. So, uh, any last thoughts, Brooks? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, like I said, I'm disappointed. I thought we'd get bolder looks this time around, but hopefully for 26. Pablo, any last words? I don't know. Pass the torch to a, uh, a new generation of designers if you're going to keep putting trash like this out. Yeah, or similar to how we feel sometimes about senators. Get get some young people in these in, in these executive roles at Nike and Adidas. I mean, th- that that'll change things as well. Well, at the federations too. I at mean, the federation level as well. They're making I mean, decisions. Yeah, you know what? Start there. Start there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe that should be. I think that should be the place again. And we uh, just to end here. I think feedback. I think they will. If they're smart, they'll look at the feedback. They might not care. They might be very confident, and they might know something we don't. But I guarantee this is this will be sort of their own focus group leading into 2026. I think there will be change. I think I'm going to predict that the, the next kit for the next World Cup will be very, very focused on the American flag. I think we'll do that. So uh, thanks to Mike Zimmerman, our producer. And thank you for everyone who came on. It was fun. Love the comments. Thanks for being part of the show. And, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.